You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in the heart of Paul's Valley Oklahoma where I serve as the senior pastor and we're going to continue in a series that I've entitled Asking for a Friend, Asking for a Friend. Today's message is entitled Asking for a Friend. Should Christians be forgiving in their love relationships? We're going to be looking at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. And it is Sunday, August the 6th, 2023. Now, without any further ado, let's get into the service. But we're going to get into the word. I want you to continue to pray with us. And uh, I want you to continue to pray with our dear brother, Reverend Rushing. And uh, uh, most of you don't know this, uh, but he's had uh, seven surgeries on one eye and six on the other. And the doctor says that he needs another surgery. Um, so I want you to continue to fast and pray. You never know what people are going through. Amen. Amen. And, Amen. Um, and uh, don't take the prayer list lightly. And uh, pray for the Anderson family. They uh, have been going through a lot. Now, Sister Jackie is on her way back home and doing well. But there have been several members in their families that have been in the hospital All right. and uh, I, I need you to intercede 
uh, not just pray, but to intercede for their family. Amen. Amen. And, and all the others that we have on our list, we need you to pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of what? Prayer. House of prayer. Amen. I want to thank those who came out last night to celebrate our moderators uh, 12 years of service and the banquet uh, last night. We uh, thank Bethlehem for showing up and representing and, and uh, we praise God for that. And uh, this week uh, we're going to begin our annual session. Tonight's going to be the musical there in Pleasantville, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church there in Gene Autry. On Monday nights, uh, there's going to be the ministers and ministers' wives, and also this is when we can vote uh, for our new moderator. And on Tuesday night, it's the Mission and Brotherhood night, and that's when we can vote as well on Monday and Tuesday. And on Wednesday, it's going to be the ushers and the moderators nice is his final address. And because of that, we will not have a Zoom Bible study this Wednesday. We will be in session. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. A few other announcements. The deacon and trustees will meet on all... August the 17th uh, at 6 p.m. And I want y'all to be praying uh, for us in that meeting. And we already announced uh, the installation service on September the 3rd at 3 p.m. Dinner served at 1 p.m. there uh, for Reverend C.L. Gray and Donisha Gray Sr. Uh, there at the First Missionary Baptist Church in Medea, Oklahoma. All right, amen. We are excited uh, to see and watch God move in their lives. And uh, we were thinking, trying to figure out which anniversary we're going to be celebrating this time. Uh, on the fourth Sunday in September, it would be 121. All right, yeah. 121, and we're excited to celebrate 121 years in the service of the Lord. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. And we want to remind you of our special offering of $1 per year. And if you can't make that $1 for year, uh, a year, I want to get 121 or something. Quarters, nickels. Pennies. I need 121, all right? <laughs> and praise the Lord. 121 is the number. We're going to celebrate in Jesus' name. We're continuing the last message in the series that I've entitled Just Asking for a Friend. It's not about me. It's not about you. We're just asking for a friend. And this was a series about relationships. And I told you. Uh, many times the devil really gets us tripped up in the areas of relationship because nobody really teaches us about what God's word has to say uh, with or about relationships and the little that we know we tend to not follow it. Um, but we're preaching this series and just asking and, uh, questions and answering questions about true love in the Christian relationships, about true love and Christian relationship, and 
And uh, we've asked several questions. Should a Christian get a divorce? Obvious answer is no, but as I shared in this message that uh, there was a time where Christian marriages ended up in divorce more than those that were in the world. Easy answer, but hard to live. All right. uh, we ask questions, should Christians be faithful to their marriage? Of course Christians should. Uh, but I shared on Wednesday night, there was one preacher who said that it was normal for him. He saw all the other preachers doing it, so he, he had him a woman on the side. He thought it was normal. And uh, as I always say, you better watch who you watch. Let me say that again. You better watch who you watch. You better know the word of God for yourself. Because um, like you hit on in Sunday school, there's some people who are gifted. They can say it. They can moan it. They can groan it. They can sing it. But they're not mature. Right. And any man or woman of God will tell you, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Amen. If I'm off, you don't need to be off. Hello, somebody. You need to know the word of God for yourself. That's why we believe in teaching. Why we believe in teaching. Um, but this morning we're going to talk about should uh, Christians be forgiving in their love relationships? Obvious answer. Yes. They should. But we're going to challenge uh, all of us today, really, not just in the form of relationships. We're going to challenge everybody to be truly forgiving. Yeah. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God as we read today's text, 1 Peter 4 and 8. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on 3. 1, 2, 3. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sin. You may be seated in the household of God again. Above all, love each other deeply because love, and by the way, those two words for love is that word agape love, covers over a multitude of sins. Right. Today, we're sharing a message. Should Christians be forgiving in their love relationships? The first thing we're going to look at today is the priority of love. Then we're going to talk about the passion of love. Then we're going to talk about the passing of love. I want Christians to know this morning that Christians should forgive and cover their mates in marriage and also their brothers and sisters in the Christian body and all really. Uh, we got to look at this brief video and then we'll get Forgiveness doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge the pain. Forgiveness does not mean that you, um, that, that, that the hurt was never there, that you'll totally forget about it. Forgiveness is a process. Uh, you may forgive someone today, but tomorrow that same pain may still be there. You have to forgive them all over again. 
I mean, unlike computers, you can't just delete yesterday and expect it to be gone. It's a process that where you have to continue to give something to God. Even when you read in the New Testament, forgiveness is it's an active word, which means you do it over and you do it over and you do it over again because it's a continual process. Now, the reconciliation is another aspect of that, which means, yes, I've forgiven you, but what the relationship will look like after that act may take time. And so, sure, you've been hurt and uh, it's, it's hard to trust again. And sure, there's some question marks in your mind about will this person do it again? And how could they hurt me like this? But because God has forgiven you, then you so also must forgive others. I mean, that's, that's the relationship. That's the context of where we are. That I do things wrong on a daily basis, and yet God still forgives me. And since he forgives me, that gives me the model for loving my husband or loving the wife in our lives. Brian Carter, Oklahoma preacher. Right. And it was Brian Carter who uh, referred me to uh, an Oklahoma preacher that Dr. Reed uh, was on his ordination council. Dr. Uh, Dr. Bailey, my father in the ministry. Oklahoma preachers have been good to me, and we know how I feel about my that Oklahoma preacher that referred me to two churches that I uh, pastored. Uh, so the Oklahoma preachers have been good yes, to me. Yes, and uh, we thank Pastor Carter for Amen. Uh, giving us insight on forgiveness. Um, usually we look at the maps and want to be very practical today. Right. Um, and we're going to give uh, uh, maps for real apologies that that, that that they that is required because we need to leave today in some of our relationships not just married relationship but a relationship with our brothers and sisters uh, and we need to enter into some some real forgiveness and real forgiveness uh, begins with a real apology that is required. First thing is freely admitting fault. Freely admitting fault. The verse we've been standing on this month, it says that love is not proud. A proud person is never wrong. All right. Let me say it again. And we let that stuff run rapid in our communities and in our relationship. Because um, there's some people in the marriage that say never wrong. They always right. That's all they want to do is to be right. They'd rather be right than be in an intimate relationship in marriage. They just want, want to be right. That's pride. Tell somebody, I said, told you about a, 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 a comedian who said his wife ain't never wrong. <laughs> Hello, somebody. I'm like, oh, really? I don't care who she is. Is she Jesus? 
Hello, somebody. That's the only by only somebody I know who ain't who was never wrong. All right. So if we're gonna enter in forgiveness, true forgiveness, we gotta admit, freely admit faults. Mm, yeah. Hello, somebody. And then we gotta fully accept responsibilities. One person I know faulted somebody. And the person was a Christian, and that person wanted that person to instantly forgive because he apologized. Pastor Carter let you know, hey, it ain't gonna happen instantly. We ain't computers. We can't just dump stuff out. He said, you sometimes you gotta do it on a daily basis. And the person who's asking for the apology has to accept, fully accept responsibilities. Yes. Hello, somebody. Fully accept responsibility. That person was hurt. And then humbly asked for forgiveness. All right. That's another thing that prideful people don't do. Right. Yep. Is ask for forgiveness. Because again, they ain't never wrong. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And then we must immediately change behavior. That's true repentance. Hello, somebody. Because people, some folk will manipulate us and they'll ask for forgiveness and do the same thing again and again and again and again. And again, yeah. hello somebody. There you go. Say you're a Christian. You're supposed to forgive me. You're a Christian. You're supposed to forgive me. Hello somebody. And they expect forgiveness without changing their behavior. God says repent. Repent that says to turn. You got to turn and head in the opposite direction. Right. Yeah. Hello somebody. That's why we have some women who. Uh, husbands have uh, cheated against them over and over again, and because they're Christians, they just feel like they gotta, they gotta uh, take it. Tell somebody. The only somebody you should be ready to reconcile with is somebody who's really changing behavior. All right. He hello, somebody. Yeah. Hello, somebody. God ain't called you to be. Timer running. Right. Timer. Right, yeah. Right. Ain't calling you to be no doormat. Right. Hello, somebody. Right. So immediate change of behavior and actively rebuilding trust. It is 11. Hello, somebody. You got to actively do this thing again. If you truly apologize, you got to build that trust again. Good. Hello, somebody. And people think that they just go ask for forgiveness and it's immediately done with. Yeah, yeah. Like you done tore my heart apart and you think I'm just going to instantly let you back in? <laughs> right, right. Hello, somebody. Now, I'm going to eventually, because I'm a Christian, I'm a real Christian, I'm going to eventually uh, forgive you, but it's probably not going to happen instantly. Hello, somebody. <laughs> All right. Hello. It's according to how big the offense is. Right. 
hello somebody and how it affected me. Mm. Now that's that's the roadmap for 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 forgiveness. And, and if you want to apply this in your life, you got to apply this in your life because God ain't just concerned about how long you are married. He's concerned about the quality of the marriage as well. In other words, you can't stay married and live on any kind of way before God. Right, right. Hello, somebody. Because there's some marriages that are horrible examples. <laughs> Hello, somebody. That was real. They're just horrible examples, but they stay married. <laughs> Hello, somebody. God says this has to be in your marriage and love relationship. This has to be in all your relationships. You must forgive. Hello, somebody. Point number one, the priority of love. Priority of love. This text is talking about the end of the world. It's about all to come apart. It's about all to end if you go read it in context. And then after he talks about the, 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 the ending of the world, he, he says that this is a priority above all. This should be a priority. Love each other deeply. Agape love. Love each other deeply. Above all, priority number one. Because love covers a multitude of sin. Right. You want to know whether you really love somebody? Can you live with an imperfect person and not complain? Hello, somebody. Because single folk are looking for the perfect person to marry. God says they need to be a sincere Christian. That's his only quality that he wants them to have is a sincere Christian. And, and Christians are singers look for the perfect person. And guess what? There ain't no perfect person. Where y'all get that from? True, amen. Hello, somebody. There is no perfect person. You just need to find somebody that's saved, sanctified, filled with the Spirit. Yeah. That's, and that person ain't going to be perfect. Right. Right. And, and I'm talking about just dealing with just everyday sim simple problems. One man said, in the heat of the summer, oh, my wife has the garage up in the, and we live in a small house, and, and, and she just keeps the garage door up. And all the air just pulled out <laughs> of the house. Anybody ever lived in a small house know what that is. Back in the day, we had those little window units. And, and you sat in that window unit, uh, sat in that living room with the window unit. And then somebody opened the front door. That's why mama there said, open that door. Don't go outside. Help somebody. And the heat, little simple stuff. That they do that you don't like. Hello, somebody. Think about something that that, that somebody that they do that, that they don't might be smacking. Hello, somebody. You complain, man. Stop smacking. They love. Woo. Cause love covers. Covers it all. 
Well, Reverend, that ain't simple. I need my night's sleep, Reverend. That ain't simple. Uh, are you poking him in the middle of the night? Wake up and go to sleep. <laughs> you snore again. <laughs> and that's just simple, just everyday life stuff that can drink, that can drink your marriage. Are you complaining? Is that love coming at all? Well, coming at all. Coming at weakness, coming at stuff that gets on your nerves. Hello, somebody. Anybody here married and have somebody getting on their nerve? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> Some of y'all singles say, oh, shoot, this thing getting on my nerve. They screaming and hollering in church all the time. Can't sit down. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But God says, hey, this guy just has to be a priority. This is above all. The world is about to come to an end. And God says, oh, we need to love. Gets us back to our theme verse this year. What does it say? Love is patient. We always seem to be the most impatient with the ones that we love. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Oh, folks, you say you you always hurt the one that you love. Why? That means you're not loving him if you're always hating him. <laughs> Hello, somebody. And we live by it. You always hurt the one that you love. No, you're not loving him if you hurt him. You should be patient with him. Hello, somebody. In in your marriage, you're ready to go off in an instant. Come up here and talk to the pastor. Hey, pastor, how you doing? Just cussed him out on the parking (laughs) lot. I'm like, wait a minute. If you can fake it with that, not us fake it with me. You can fake it. I I love it if you just fake it with me. Cuss, 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 cuss. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envy. It's not uh, boastful. And what? Is not proud. If you're not patient with your love, well, that means you're proud. You get to go off because you always right and they always wrong. You're proud. Well, God ain't told you to be that. <laughs> Hell, somebody. God ain't told you to be that. Right. He says, above all, this should be priority number one. It's covering them. The people you love, cover. Cover them in their weakness. Cover them. Hello, somebody. It's good, man. It's good. Should Christians be forgiving in their lives? Of course they should be. We, we all should be. All of this, the passion of it. The passion of it is he said, love their God, babe. But he says, uh, deeply. See, this kind of, this is the only kind of love that's so deep that it can cover all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And some marriages, it's not just that simple stuff that gets on their nerve. Some marriages, 
are still lasting. And the same thing that's lasting in their marriage is unforgiveness. All right. They did something 20 years ago that you still hold in. Right. And that's why you ain't covering. You really don't love them. You just say you ain't covering them. Because you haven't forgiven. You decided to stay. And I tell all marriages in this situation. Now, you decided to stay. The only option in the Bible where it says that you can get divorced. You decided to stay. Well. But God didn't want you to stay at that offense. It's 20 years ago. Yeah, right. right, yeah. Help us Hello, somebody. Yeah. And you're still holding against them what they did 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You ain't covering them. Right. Because every time you get in an argument, you take it back to that point. Right, right. Hello, somebody. Yeah. You that, man. And you think, that's why a lot of y'all think y'all right in marriage all the time. Because you are unforgiving. Because what they did back then, and nothing they can do can make them right. Hello, somebody. Right. Because you're holding. Right. Hello, somebody. You're an answer. The house. Got to turn right to go. Uh, you tell them to go home and you tell them to turn left. They ain't right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Because of what they did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. He cheated, she cheated, but you stayed together. Well. And the marriage has last, but it's very dysfunctional right now. Right, right. Ooh-wee. <laughs> You're still together, but you're not together the way God says you should be together. Uh-oh. Help us with One couple, I had to let this person know. I was like, don't you know God ain't heard your prayers in 20 years? I know you're right. Amen. Because you're holding on what he did. Right, come on. You say, preacher, why you say God ain't heard my prayers? Because God says if you don't what? Yeah. Then he's not gonna what? Yeah, you. Yeah. It's deep, man. Which means you, every time you raise this, and you said you you ask him, hello somebody, the Lord's Supper. Hello somebody, you took it in an unworthy mouth. All right. Yeah. Hello somebody. That, that, that's why stuff is going wrong with you right now. Right. Hell, somebody, because because of what happened 20, 30, 40 years ago that you have not forgiven, it terrifies me yeah. to not be forgiven. Yeah. All right. Because that means my prayers won't be answered. I cannot live in this life without prayer. Amen. Right. Without God hearing my prayer, without God giving me strength, I, I just couldn't make it. And if anybody's ever done anything, I had to forgive. Right. Had to forgive. Had to forgive. Yes. I've heard this testimony a whole lot. Anybody I ever hated was my stepdad. I called him my stepmaster. <laughs> because all of what he did to me growing up, I hated him. But Dr. Evans, one Sunday, was talking about forgiveness. He broke that thing down in a way where I said, man, I gotta forgive. 
I cannot allow this to affect my relationship with God. Yeah. I have to forgive this man. Right. Well. I gotta let him go. One theologian says holding a grudge, uh, uh, for uh, uh, unforgiving. Uh, against somebody's like drinking poison and expecting them to die. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you dead! Okay. Yeah. Hello, somebody. That's what the devil wants you to get, that poison of un unforgiveness. And the only thing that you can break this through is you've got to forgive as God told you to forgive. And you got to keep short accounts of really no accounts. Well, and y'all like me, whoo, I'm that personality type that remembers everything somebody did against me. <laughs> I just have a natural ability to hold a grudge. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember what you did to me. Yeah. Hell, I remember how you overlooked me. I, I remember how you thought I was nothing. Yeah. Hell, somebody. I need to forget some stuff. Hell, somebody. I, I call it God's holy amnesia. There's some stuff I need to forgive. Hey, forget. Give me Lord, some holy amnesia because I can't allow what has gone on in this world and to me to affect my relationship with you because if I don't forgive you won't forgive me and I know I fail Ooh, man I mean I fall all the time yeah yeah we are I ain't trying to be prideful and think that I'm more than what I am well, but when I can relate to Paul as, as the preacher said yes last night being the chiefest of sinners alright Cause the closer you get to God, you're like Isaiah. You right. gotta say, holy, holy, holy. Right. And then after you say, holy, 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 you gotta say, I'm a man of unclean lips. Yes. Right. Yeah. Unclean thoughts. Right. Hello, somebody. Unclean feelings. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But in order to overcome, have this kind of forgiveness, love got to weigh it all. Yeah. Right. I said, about they love, they put Jesus on the cross. Right. Wow. Ooh, love each other deeply. Mm. Deeply. We apply this kind of love to our marriages, and in any kind of relationship, we'll have deep relationships that's supposed to shadow relationships. All right. Ooh, let we love like this, we'll have deep relationships and not shallow relationships. Right. This is what Proverbs says. Proverbs says, hatred stirs up what? Dissension, but what? Love covers all transgressions. Well. That's deep. You're in a, 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 a marriage relationship. That means you won't be complaining about nothing that they said, nothing that they done. You won't be complaining about the way they're acting and behaving. You might be more understanding as to why they may be acting and behaving a certain way. Love covers it all. But it's hatred. Don't let you 
you always uh, hurt the one you love. No! You always hurt the one you hate. <laughs> Help us with that. You married to the person that you hate. And you hate them because you ain't forgave them. Hello, right, sir. Hello. True that, man. Yeah. Help us. See, you say it's a fine, a fine line between, a thin line between love and hate. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's the word. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because this kind of love is not a thin line. It covers everything. Well, yeah. something wrong with you. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Love them to the point they think something wrong with you? Yeah, love me anyway. Well, that means you don't stop complaining. You don't stop pointing out they wrong. They, they think there's something wrong with you. Are you on that? <laughs> some of y'all get that on the way home. <laughs> On that weed or something that make you happy and hungry? Hello, somebody. <laughs> get some of this. Get some of this. Ooh, we love. Hello, somebody. My Make you happy and holy. Hello, somebody. There you go, man. That's it, yeah. It'll make you happy and holy instead of all the fussing and complaining all the time and stirring up. Oh, a dissension. Hello, somebody. It's good, man. Love will cover all transgressions. Should Christian marriages uh, be forgiven? It is 12, 2 p.m. And, and I just noticed I'm out of time. Let me finish this, okay? Apps. This. Swipe the bezel to navigate um, through apps. Lassie, the Page two of three. Lassie, the passion is, you'll never make it. Because love covers over a multitude of sin. That means you'll never make it. Right. You ain't gotta win every argument, just let them make it! Hello, yeah. <laughs> somebody! You may even know they wrong, let them make it! <laughs> 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 just, just, just let them make it! One, one professional said, you wanna be married or you wanna be right? <laughs> <laughs> you wanna be married or you wanna be Just let them make it! Hello, some. That's what it says. Love covers over a multitude of sin. It covers it. Yep. You ain't arguing and fussing and fighting about the way things are going or the way things are not going. As a matter of fact, if you're more forgiving, that leaves room where you can pray up. more. Yeah. 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 All right. Hello, somebody. Yeah, that's right. But you know, I'm complaining to them. You're just talking to God. Hello, somebody. Unforgiveness takes over your prayer life. Yeah. Wow. Tell somebody. Because you're not in an intimate relationship with God. That means you ain't feeling like you need to care and I need to pray. Again, you're prideful. You think you're right. Well. Hello, somebody. You want a better prayer life? Be more forgiving. And instead of complaining to them, you'll pray to God. And I guarantee you, if you bring all Show you yourself. Ooh. Hello, somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah, because a lot of times you complain about stuff that you do. Mm. Ooh, let me say it again. 
A lot of times this stuff you complain about, you're doing the same thing. Tell somebody. Right. You just can't see yourself. Hello, somebody. Give them a pass. You ain't got to drill them every time. I seen folk, they act like they mace a nail and they the hammer and they hammer them every time. <laughs> On small things, the large things, just hammering. Hello, somebody. That ain't love. Let them make it. In the same way God let you make it. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That's all you gotta get. Think about getting in your head. Yeah. Think about all the stuff you did just this last week. I ain't talking about over a lifetime. All right. All of the, the, the ungodly thoughts that you had. Hell somebody. And you ask for forgiveness and he just he let you make it. Wow. He he let you make it. Almost like that person that borrowed that money and owed a large sum of money and was forgiven the sum. Went out and beat up on the one that owed them a little money. Oh, yeah. The parable says, You wicked. Right. He turned translates, You wicked and God, ungodly. I ain't going to use the N word, even the good N word. <laughs> <laughs> we must be forgiven. Love relationships and everyday relationships. Forgive those who wronged us in our childhood that caused you so much trauma. Many times, that's why you, you can't make it in a relationship because you're holding against the trauma that you experienced when you were a child. You got to unload all of that stuff. And today is a good day to do it. Because in order to take the Lord's Supper in a worthy manner, we must confess our sins. Amen. And perhaps God has illuminate some things in our lives that we need to confess not from yesterday, perhaps maybe 20, 30 years ago that you've been holding. Would you please stand as we enter into the Lord's Supper? We already had the text read to us. Would you go ahead and open the cup and Take the bread loose. Even as I give us this moment to confess any known sins. And, and the Bible and God is so incredible that he says that if you confess your known sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins. Thank you. Ooh, let me say that again. You, you confess your known sins. That's some stuff you don't even know. He's faithful and just to forgive you of all of your sins. 
So I'm going to take a moment right now and give you an opportunity to go before the throne of grace on your own behalf. And I, and I want you to confess that unforgiveness in your heart and mind, that confess that unloving heart, confess that unloving mind, Con confess that stuff you've been holding for years and against people. Confess it right now, even as I pause right now. Go to God right now in Jesus' name. All eyes still closed and heads are still bowed. We, we shared the road map on how to get true forgiveness and how to apologize. It said, first, you have to freely admit fault. That's the confession of sin. Secondly, you have to fully accept responsibility. Thirdly, before God, you have to humbly ask God for his forgiveness. True repentance, fourthly, is immediately changing the behavior. May you sincerely confess your sins and you sincerely want to repent and head in the opposite direction. Lastly, you actively reveal trust before God by your obedience to him. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. Thank you. We praise your holy name, Father, that we are reminded, Father, today that this world is not our home. You said do this in remembrance of me. Do this as a reminder that I am coming back again and I thank you, Jesus, that you're coming back again. Thank you, Lord, that we're going to leave this world full of wars and rumors of wars and, and, and heat, Father. Tumultuous weather, tumultuous people, tumultuous accidents and incidents. Father, 
I'm glad that this world is not my home. And I thank you this morning for reminding me, Father, that I'm just passing through. And I'm singing the words of the old folks. Swing low, sweet chair. Coming for to carry me home. Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come. Take us, Lord, to a place where there's no more dying, no more crying, no more fears, no more tears. To a place where we'll be walking streets of gold, entering into the pearly gates of heaven where there'll no longer be a sun because all the light is coming from the throne of God himself. Thank you, Father, for the great reunion we're going to have in the sky and in heaven because Mama's over there and Daddy's over there and Grandmama's over there and Sister and Brother and Big Mama and Sister. Father, we thank you, Lord, for those who have left that we believe that were gone too soon. Father, we're going to see them again in you, Lord, and we look forward to that great getting up morning father where the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise first and those who remain alive will be caught up in an instant in the twinkling of an eye and we shall forever be with you father come Lord Jesus come look forward but today we're reminded that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. And we're remembering you today. In Jesus' name, the church said, Amen. Amen. Holding up the bread, which is symbolic of his body, take, eat. Holding up the wine, which is symbolic of his blood, take, drink. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father God, we do thank you. We do praise your holy name, Father. We have come and we worship your holy name. We studied your holy word. And we're leaving today, Father, asking you to give us the power to be doers of your word and not just hearers. We may manifest this in our love relationships and our regular relationships that we may love deeply here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Jesus' name that we cover a multitude of sin that we not complain about one another in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Put your heads of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, Amen. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, 
but have everlasting life. And if you're listening and you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Now, I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I'm preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.